The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. And I've said this before, so I haven't been fired for saying it, but I'll say it again. I would make up the report sometimes because, A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late, and I was like, I didn't want to screw up the report, so I was like, I'm just going to make this up. Lamar fakes the handoff, fires complete. Andrews has it, sides the tackler, drags another Bengal down to the three-yard line. He'll be oh. just shy of a first down, and Mark Andrews is still on the ground. I think he hurt his knee. He was twisted as he went to the ground. Lofty down the lane. Holmgren is open, fed by Meechich for a big-time rim-rocking two-hand slam dunk. The Thunder secure their first win at the Chase Center in San Francisco since November 25th of 2019, ending a five-game slide here. 128-109 throttling of the Golden State Warriors. When you put on the film and you see what we're scouting, what Oklahoma brings to the table, you have to be ready. Uh, We're excited about being in the Big 12, but... Uh, these are the type of games that we that we we were excited for. Um, I think their defense is incredibly aggressive. Uh, they do a lot of things, show you a lot of different looks. Soup, they're, they're going to zero. They're going to six man, two under three deep, the three under three deep, four under two deep. They'll drop eight. You know, they're relentless about creating pressure and giving you a variety of of looks and very exotic. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day, Friday, November 17. And Toby Rowland, exactly, you're exactly right. OEC Fiber Football Friday. We are nose-to-nose with a football weekend, folks. Headed to Provo here in just a tad bit. OU-BYU coming up. What does it start, like three hours from now, Teach? Something like that kicks off really soon. Yeah. Next to last game of the year. How about this, Teach? How about this? Final road game in the Big 12 for the Oklahoma Sooners. This is it, because I don't know if you heard, we're going to a new conference next year. What? Now, I haven't introduced you yet, Teach, okay? Uh, yeah, it's a big one tomorrow, 11 a.m. OSU at Houston at 3. OSU basketball loses again last night. That's something. Ravens beat the Bengals, but as you heard there, Mark Andrews hurt. Likely out for the year. Uh, OU men back in action tonight in the LNC. Let's welcome in now my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry, other side of the glass. He's a world champion. Good morning, TJ. Is that okay now? Yeah, yeah, when I say that. Good morning! Good morning! Hello! Hello! Hello, TJ. Don't do that again. Don't do that. Good morning. Oh, man. How are you today, my friend? Oh, I'm doing fine. How are you? Doing good. I'm I'm good. I'm excited. I've escaped the doldrum of the midweeks. 
I have finally caught up with where I need to be. Big work day yesterday. I'm back on track, baby. And I'm ready to go to Utah today. Did they not tell you you were supposed to be in studio today? No. Uh -uh. Okay. John, Uh -uh. John, you'll just have to go on here in studio without Toby. John Whitson's in studio. Let me turn up his mic. Oh, my gosh. Hi, John. I'm just messing with you. (laughs) Hi, John. How are you? Oh, my goodness. What fun and frivolity, ladies and gentlemen, we are having yet again today. Nothing but frivolity. I haven't said that word in a long time. Frivolity. I've never said it. It's a fun word. I'm not even sure I'm using it right. After it comes out of my mouth, it's one of those words. It's like, that's not a word, is it? Frivolity. I don't use words like that. I'm too busy standing on business. Stand on business. I thought about that all day yesterday. I was like, am I standing on business? Do you have to be standing to stand on business? Or is that just a part of the phrase, you could sit down and stand on business? Do you know? Um, huh. I suppose it's you could sit question. down. Yeah, it is a good it's question. A, it's a good question. I, say I sit on business. I sit on business. Oh, man. Good morning, TJ. Oh, good morning. How are you today, TJ? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? It's good. I'm good. I'm <laughs> I think good. we've already said that. I thought we've covered that already. Um, well, what do I need to know about your Thursday? All right. Who's up? You need to know. I don't know if I really want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It was quite a day yesterday. Mm-hmm. I went to the pickup line at school. Go ahead. I went on a walk. I cooked dinner. Good morning. I delivered dinner. Yeah, oh, you did the I, delivery don't, thing again, I don't know if again, I want huh? to talk about it, yeah. You did the delivery thing again, didn't you? Yeah, I did. No, it oh, wasn't. Yeah. Nothing. I was trying to come up with something in my head to make it more exciting, but yeah. nothing exciting yesterday. Very boring day. Very, very boring day. Oh, I am whipped. I love my wife. She is the uh, greatest her woman yesterday? on the planet. Beautiful. She's beautiful. Uh, we had chicken enchiladas yesterday, so I took her some chicken enchiladas. How about that? Did you make them or did you pre-purchase them? No, I made them. I made them. Well, I mean, I pre-purchased some the day before, so I, I didn't know if you uh, made them or not. So way to go. Way to make them. Yeah. And way to deliver them to your wife. Yeah, she's hardworking. I deliver them over there to wherever she's at, you know. Depending on what school and what event she's at, I gladly drive them right over. My car or my truck does not sound anything like that. That's what it sounded like when I was delivering them. You were standing on business. I was stand on business with enchiladas. Yeah, sounds good. Any beans? Uh, there were some refried beans, yeah. yeah. Big yeah. bean family over there, the Perrys. <laughs> All right. Well, sounds like a fun day. Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, nothing really uh exciting to tell you. Yeah. Just... I had to babysit yesterday. Um, my wife had to work, and my daughter was at school all day. My daughter drives herself now. It's very weird. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. I was on a walk yesterday afternoon with one of the dogs, and in the neighborhood. And here comes here comes Chloe driving by me. And she rolls down the window. I was like, that's my daughter in that car. Just her. <laughs> and she rolls down the window. She's she's had to go babysit last night, so she's driving by. And I was like, that's the weirdest thing in the world, man. 
She's like, you know how tiny she is. She's her oh, seat's yeah. all the way. I was up about to say, does she have to sit wheel. on a box to see? Yeah, that's right. Huh. And adjustable crate. pedals. Uh, and uh, anyway, I had to babysit the dogs all day yesterday. So I was in here working. I got a work day in the office. It was beautiful. I got caught up with everything. I brought the, the dog bed in here and all the toys, and uh, shut the door. And uh, uh, pig piglet. And Ozzy, we're in here. It was like a nursery, and they would growl and fight and sleep. You know how that? You know how dogs like fight, 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 or play, 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 play. Sure. They just pass out. Yeah. And then one of them wake up, the other will wake up, and they start yanking at a toy. Play, 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 play. So it it honestly it looked like uh, my kids' room when I had little kids in here. There were toys <laughs> everywhere. But I did five interviews yesterday, okay? Uh, three recorded, two live. And I was like, this is like, you remember Ozzy the other day when we were on the air? Oh, yeah, like, this yeah. This could be dicey. <laughs> what am I going to do if he's in that kind of mood? Because one of them was with Kalani Sataki. We're going to play here in a bit. And all of them I want to be respectful, but especially the head coach, because he doesn't have to do an interview with us. And so I had a plan, like, but but he was sleeping during all five interviews, and they were spread out throughout the day, so it just happened to time out perfectly. He was great. So, yeah, it was a little uh, uh, Papa babysitter yesterday. Well, that's TCB. good. That's good. TCB. It's got to be Watch strange for you uh, having a kid back in the house again. <sighs> Exhausting. Exhausting. But <laughs> adorable. Um, I, and I watched a ton last night. I watched the OSU game. The Bonnies beat them. Cowboys had a three at the buzzer to win it in Brooklyn. They're one and two. That was fun. Hang on, TJ. Hang on. I got a sounder for that. I got a sounder for that. Give me just a second. There it is. It's the best day ever. Um, and then I watched, and then I watched, uh, well, I watched just a tad bit of ravens Bengals, Just a tad as a filler till the U.S. soccer team played. That wasn't even you, televised. You must have some special uh, device. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. And then I watched the uh, uh, U.S. soccer game last night for a while. They had a uh, early round CONCACAF thing against Trinidad and Tobago. We beat them 3-0. We're a lot bigger than Trinidad and Tobago. And then, uh, and then I watched uh, uh, the Thunder. They didn't tip off till nine o'clock last night. I watched the whole game. They rolled up Golden State. No Draymond, no Steph. Golden State, no good without him. OKC all over him, pounded him into oblivion. Thunder, eight and four, one twenty-eight, one oh nine. Listen to this, TJ. Isaiah Joe, seven for seven from three. Is that any good? That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So that was my day yesterday. I left the day. house and you're back for on track. Five minutes to take a walk, and I'm back on track, baby. That's good. Do you find yourself now getting into a vehicle and the radio is much louder than it used to be, and you cannot sit down until you reach down and adjust the seat? No, because she does not drive my car. Oh, okay. <laughs> there is a height and age requirement for my car. I got you. I got you. <laughs> It's too big. <laughs> Which, by the way, I only, I'm only having that for like three more days, and then I got to trade it in. Uh-oh. So. Uh-oh. Uh, but, yeah. No, not yet. Not yet. So, anyway, 
Well, 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 what uh, what do we need to talk about from Thursday, Teach? Uh, let's see. Let me look here. What I got to write down. Uh, stand on business. Yeah, I did that. There's going to be a world title belt. Oh, WWE. That's right, brother. Isn't it perfect that the Big 12 has teamed with an organization where the outcome like, is pre-planned? Yeah, they script their outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. I was uh, I was back and forth on that thing yesterday because it one it had that angle and it was funny, and then two I was like you know as an athlete that would be cool that you get your own WWE style championship belt at the end oh if you're the uh, player you of the four game. Four years old. Oh man, here's the Nobody's thing. Nobody's gonna care about it, that. It's the one thing I'm jealous with kids about in today's do guys, world. Do kids watch wrestling? Do do do. Oh, you players watch wrestling? Oh, without a doubt they do. Yes. They do? Yes. Without a doubt, many of them do. I'm not saying all of them, but uh, I'm telling you a lot of them do. Um, I am jealous of kids in today's world for a lot of things. One, their technology is unbelievable. There's things that we didn't have. Although, I was old man on my walk yesterday thinking about those things, thinking mm, my life was much better. Uh, sure. But the one thing I'm jealous of is they have access now to wrestling championship belts. They did not make those when we were kids. I always wanted one. I always wanted to have one when me and my friends would wrestle and play we like we were Ric Flair and whoever we all were. And uh, now they've got those world championship belts that you can just go to the store and buy. I made mine out of a bandana and poster board. Um, so I am jealous over kids with that today. So, yeah, I'd be thrilled if I was a college kid and I get a world championship belt at the end if, uh, if I'm the player of the game. So... It is pretty cool for them. You know how, like, uh, you know, let's let's say let's say chocolate. You know how you like you don't like chocolate, but everybody else in the world loves chocolate. I mean, I'm all there, right with chocolate. I don't, don't just sit and eat chocolate bars or something. I'm not talking know? about you. I'm just using that as an uh, example. I got you. Is, okay. there, is there anything like food wise that you don't like that everybody else in the world likes? I'm sure there is, but uh, you yeah. know, but yeah, I, I get your point. Go ahead. That's me. That's me with wrestling. Like, yeah. I I I, I just like. I've never, like, I don't give a rip. I never have. It's like, you guys know it's fake, right? It's fake. It just never has interested me because it's not real. But it's like, you guys, you're always about how, oh, but it's a soap opera and stuff. But I don't know. It is. I just, I think it's the stupidest thing in the world. But I know I'm, I know I'm, that's me not liking chocolate because everybody else in the world loves it. And I will say this about the news yesterday. It does make it incredibly easy. If OU makes the Big 12 championship game, for me to know what direction to go for the scene center. Assuming I can talk him into doing another one for me. Right. Um, so, and I, I did like that part of it. That is but true. But are we going to, like, during the championship game, are we going to have a bunch of guys in their underwear running around going, oh, ah, right, ah. No, I think it's just the belt. I just think the player of the game gets the We're belt. We're going to have, like, wrestlers in the corner of the end zone ripping their shirts off and going, ah. No, I, I think if there's wrestlers there, like that's a, if I think that's Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins or whoever it is is there, I think they'll be in, like, clothing. Like, I don't think they'll be in their wrestling gear. <laughs> I think they'll be in They wear normal, clothes? Uh, normal clothes, yeah. I've never seen a wrestler yeah. in clothes before. <laughs> you need to look They're around. always in their underwear. You need to look around. And... <laughs> You're not excited over the, the Iron Claw movie? 
I don't know what that is. Oh, my goodness. What's the Iron Claw movie? Oh, it's the Von Erich movie that's coming out with Zac Efron and the dude from The Bear and stuff coming out. And I think it's New Year's, or not New Year's Eve, uh, Christmas Eve, I believe. Christmas Day. Uh, I can't wait for that to come out. Yeah. The Von Erichs, man. My Von Erichs. My first heroes in my life, the Von Erichs. That's like a whole family, a wrestling family. So that's probably a pretty good story. Right. They're all dead. They all die of weird, you know. Way to ruin it for us. <laughs> I don't think I'm ruining anything. It's, well, we don't know. Cursed, everyone How knows do they're know? a cursed family, man. They're a cursed family. I didn't know they were all dead. Oh, a lot of them. Well, Kevin's not, so. No, I'm not watching it now. <laughs> Get out of here. Took all of the drama out of that one. I remember as a kid, man, David Von Erich found dead in his hotel room. I'm bawling, just uncontrollably bawling. Is there any chance OU leads fourth quarter Big 12 championship game? They get the ball. They're just trying to take a knee. And then off the sidelines comes The Rock. I don't even know. Who's a wrestler now? Who's a, who's like the... Uh, the champions, Roman Reigns. Oh, there's two champions, course. but the, the universe is uh, Roman Reigns. Of the Rock's yeah. A, Rome, yeah. a guy named Rock Roman Reigns comes yeah. off the sidelines and body slams uh, Dylan Gabriel. I hope so. That would be Ball great. Ball goes rolling around. <laughs> That'd be great. OU's up in the game Mike about to Gundy win. Mike picks it up and runs into the end zone. Yes. And then the referee comes off. And now we're talking. One, two, three. Oh, that's what I said. Jim Ross comes running into your booth. By God, by God, they've screwed the Sooners. They've done it. By God. I would love it if G.A.R. would be in our booth. (laughs) If OU's in the Big 12 championship game, that would be amazing. 620, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. He's Toby. He hates professional wrestling. I'm TJ. I love professional wrestling. Together, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by McIntyre Law. I just think it's silly. Oh, there's no doubt it's silly. I love the silliness of it, though. McIntyre Law brings you this hour. Your personal injury attorney. I don't watch silly things, okay? (laughs) <laughs> no what's the no. what's the one show you watch about uh big brother, people every on, season the people on the cruise ship and big brother and uh, oh uh it's not a cruise ship they are uh yachts okay. below deck <laughs> below deck yes yeah uh but i don't know who's gonna fall in love in below deck Right? It's not pre-planned. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all scripted out at all. <laughs> uh, today, with Noble bringing you this hour, is the 14th annual Day of Kindness. Noble was on with us yesterday talking about this event. It's coming on again You today. know a family that is in need. If you are in need of a turkey for the upcoming holiday, Noble's giving turkeys away today. They are at Southern Hills Baptist Church. They're at... Uh, 8601 South Penn Avenue. I think he said it's the corner of what? Penn and 89th. Uh, I believe it's correct. Hang on. Uh, Hang on a second. Toby's looking it's, that up. Uh, 89th and Penn. Yeah. Uh, 8 a.m., 14th Annual Day of Kindness. They'll start handing out the turkeys at 8 a.m. You can already head over there and get lined up. Uh, please, if you know someone that uh, that could benefit, that could help, let them know about it. It's a, a big day for Nobles. He'll be joined by Porter and 
the Sooner Scooter and a lot of other uh, celebrities. So um, very cool thing that Noble does over there. Let's see here. Can I can I uh, lay out the roadmap for today for a second? Yeah, go ahead. We got a busy, busy day here. Okay. Okay. Uh, Noble coming up at seven o'clock over there from uh, the turkey giveaway. Uh, Uncle, seven thirty-five this morning, going to join us live. Uh, Porter Moser going to join us live this morning. His team plays later tonight. We've got Greg Rubel, BYU play-by-play voice, going to join us here in the next segment. Uh, we're going to hear from BYU head coach Kalani Sataki. I talked to him yesterday. Uh, three predictions at 8.05. Uh, TJ's gut, 8.35 this morning. Who you got? Ref Royal Rumble, which I'm still trying to wait on Teddy to make his pick. I guess I'm going to have to make it before he makes his pick. I'm not happy with Ted. Yeah, he started doing this the, the last couple of weeks now that he's got the lead, and I don't know that I blame him, so... What do you mean you don't know that you blame him? It's unethical. I think he watches and sees who other people pick and uh, kind of makes his pick off of who he thinks he needs to hold off. So It's un- it's unethical. We've established this in the past. It's unethical. <laughs> it's the same strategy uh, I've used before and others have used before. So You haven't won, have you? I haven't won. That, I've come you're close. You're not rewarded for I've being unethical. Close. Ted's going to lose this thing if he doesn't start being ethical. So uh, I guess I'll make a pick before him and just – and then he'll block me, and I'll be eliminated, and and uh, we will have words. Anyway, that's the show today. Scene setter at the end. You know what else we have? At some point, we've got two pair of tickets for tonight's game for OU men's basketball, courtesy of Affordable Garage Door. So we'll give a couple of pairs of tickets away. Well, too, how are we so. going to do that? Well, when are we going to do that? In I'll this show? work it in somewhere. You calm down. All right. You got your list ready? Because I know I see yep. some picks here. So I, I don't think yep. this first one is here yet. So uh, so who is T-Row going to go off on for playing the scene setter yesterday afternoon? Someone played it yesterday? Shut the front door. Are you serious? Hold on. Who played it yesterday? I know Tyler was late getting on, like very late. I don't even know if he made it more than a segment or two because I know it. Like 5.15, Travis was still on with Teddy. Um, yeah, they're going to they're gonna have some answers, uh, questions that, to answer. They will be in trouble with uh, someone way above me if they did that. Mm. Like, that's a fireable offense. Not to mention if they didn't get the updated one. Right. Because so. it's a massive mistake I made in the first one. No, I did not know if they did that or if someone did that. They'd be the only one. More details, please. Uh, the NOAA forecast for Provo shows a chance of snow and a high now of 35. Is that right? No. What, what is the NOAA? That's not even a thing. National Optometrist for not Academic Athletics. That's not a thing. <laughs> high 53, 40% chance of rain. No, there's no snow. Get out of here with your NOAA made-up organization. Uh, um, Garrett M. in Atlanta. He's first in this morning. He wants the commanders. Uh, got it. 
Do I need to keep reading here? Or do we have someone to call here? Or is this a pre-recorded uh, situation here? I don't want to give it away. Okay. okay. So let's do one or two more, and then we'll go to our, our interview. That may or may not be live. <laughs> I know Toby wants to figure out how to work stand on business into one of his calls. I would much rather hear what referee Ron Cherry said. Personal foul, giving me him the business being said about one of our offensive or defensive linemen. All right. We'll see if we can work that in. Personal foul. Giving him the business. Uh, good morning, fellas. Shrub came out at a good seven pounds, two ounces, 20 inches long. Thank you for all the prayers and thoughts from everyone throughout the shows yesterday. Love the show. Boomer Sooner. That's from Gunny. Congratulations, Congratulations Gunny, Gunny and family. Uh, good sized baby there. Seven pounds, two ounces. Uh, I don't know what this is. About standing on business. It's all these links to YouTube videos and other links to uh, other websites. I cannot click on those. Don't Thank click you, though. links. Don't Thank click you. links. Uh, BDW is in. He would like the Jaguars. Give me one more, and then we got to take a break. Good morning, gentlemen. TJ, hearing you talk about you having a light guy. Huh? Light guy? Oh, uh, Christmas light guy. Christmas Reminds light me guy. of Steel Man's skit about hi-o or higher out. I really could use your guy's number. My neighbors have lobbied uh, lobbed a few volleys in the Christmas War of 2023, and I need a backup quickly. Please help Air Force One fishing guy. Look, Did I can't be that. handing out my number to my guy to a lot of people. So, I got to keep him to myself. Shocking news, but TJ's going to be selfish about this. Very selfish in that, yeah. Okay, break time. Uh, We go to Provo next. Greg Rubel, play-by-play voice of the uh, Cougars. BYU Cougars going to let us know more about Sooner's opponent tomorrow. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Welcome back, everybody. OUBYU, 11 a.m. Central Time. Kickoff on Saturday out in Provo, and we are joined now by the longtime outstanding play-by-play voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Greg, good morning, sir. Toby, good morning to you. It is a pleasure to be with you. I remember years and years and years ago, I think you were Oklahoma sidelines at the time. The last time BYU and Oklahoma met, I think we had a conversation. This would have been back in 2009. I think it would have had to be uh, before the game in in Arlington. So it's good to be with you again. That was my very first game on the sidelines for OU. Wow. And uh, it was a nightmare of a night for Sooner fans, that's for sure, but a very fond memory otherwise. Uh, Greg has a uh, uh, another uh, fond spot in my heart, and he doesn't even know this, but uh, when I got the play-by-play job 13 years ago, I found your basketball spotter boards on the Internet somewhere, and I said, I love those. <laughs> and to this day, uh, I don't know if you still use the same ones you did then, but mine are almost identical to yours. So I stole your fantastic spotter boards, uh, spotter charts off the uh, Internet. So. Anyway, I'll shake your hands. It's nice that. to know. We all, we all, we all, you know, we all, we all kind of fall into our, our spotting system one way or the yeah. other, right? And and most everybody has has learned from somebody. That was the case for me. And and then you develop your own style, and then you you come up with your own system. And uh, I, I think it's a great business we're in because we do learn a lot from each other. Well, uh, OU BYU coming up on Saturday. What's the level of buzz and excitement around Provo for this game? 
Well, it's a sold-out level of buzz. Uh, the game is sold out, and BYU's done great with, with the draws this year. And, of course, no surprise coming into the Big 12. I, I, I think the, the collective fan base is a little down on three straight losses, understandably. BYU opened up the season 3-0, and and the third win was a, a win in Fayetteville. You beat Arkansas on the road. No one knew that Arkansas would struggle the way they went on to. But at that time, a 3-0 and start uh, to the season – uh, perfect non-conference record going into the Big 12. The first game BYU played at Kansas in Big 12 play, the Cougars actually had a lead at halftime. So through three and a half games, things couldn't have been going any better. Uh, and then actually through seven games, they were five and two. And at five and two, Toby, you're one win away from bowl eligibility with, with five games to go. You think, well, you got to win one of five. Well, now it's one of two. And the two are OU at home and Oklahoma State on the road. So it is going to be a chore to get to postseason qualification for BYU. Um, it's, it's been an up and down season and, and right now they're at a bit of a down. And, and so again, I think, I think the collective fan base is a little nervous about this OU game for a lot of good reasons, but, uh, you know, stranger things have happened. BYU was a heavy, heavy underdog in that 2009 game mm-hmm. against OU down in Arlington and, and BYU finds itself in a similar situation this week. I know injuries have been a part of it, but what have been the biggest issues the last three games? Uh, Keaton Slovis was struggling. With, with health and injuries and, and uh, the Texas game really exacerbated it to the point where they had to put him on the shelf. And, and so really the last three games have been, you know, uh, blowout losses. It was an unhealthy Keaton Slovis. It was a Jake Retzloff making his first start. And then it was Jake struggling in his second start. The offense really has struggled the last three weeks and it's been primarily quarterback related. The run game, which has struggled all season long, they've been a bottom five rushing team kind of from the get go. Actually came came along nicely this past week against Iowa State. BYU ran for a season high 188 yards, but the throw game wasn't there. And so, if it's not one thing, it's another. And and earlier in the season, BYU was getting by, mitigating some of the of the damage done by some some really subpar offensive stats by being really efficient in the red zone, by not turning the ball over, and by winning the field position battle. And thanks in large part to a great punter and and good punt cover team. Well. The punt cover team has suffered injuries, and the takeaways have been less plentiful, and the red zone has dipped in efficiency. So all the things BYU is doing to stay in and win games have also dropped off. So it, it's kind of been a snowball effect here late in the season. And, and again, BYU now looks at a two-game situation, home and away, against two really good teams to try and get themselves into the postseason, which I thought, Toby, would be um, the, the, kind of the milestone of the landmark for this first year in the Big 12. If you could somehow get to six wins and somehow mm-hmm. play in the postseason in your first season as a power conference member, that would be a success. And, and now they're just on the verge. What are your expectations or guess as to Keaton Slovis and LJ Martin on Saturday, whether we'll see him? Well, I, th- I think Aaron Roderick, the offensive coordinator, gave us a good indication last night. Um, he says Keaton's coming along, but if he's not 100%, we're probably not going to start him. And and so I, I think he probably has a little ways to go yet. It could happen. Uh, they've got another heavy day today of practice. If Keaton's really ripping it and, and Aaron Roberts convinced that he looks like he did when he was healthy, then, then you could see Keaton Slovis. If not, I think the best call is to go with Jake Retzloff because Jake gives you something that Keaton simply does not. And Jake Retzloff was BYU's leading rusher last week. And, and Keaton Slovis is a negative uh, rush yardage quarterback. He's been that way for his entire career. And BYU knew that that's what they were getting when they brought in Keaton Slovis, but they thought that that the throw game would, would succeed to an extent that that could you know lessen the need to have a quarterback run, which Aaron Roderick's been coordinating the last few seasons. Zach Wilson 
and Jaron Hall, both NFL quarterbacks now, are dual-threat quarterbacks. Keaton Slovis is not that guy. So if he's not that guy, you've got to have a solid run game. You've got to have a consistent and continuous offensive line. And your weapons at wideout have to be, you know, as as advertised. And this year they really haven't been because of injury. Last year, from this year, uh, from last year to this, BYU brought a, a big three of returning wide receivers in Chase Roberts, Keanu Hill, and Cody Epps. But only Chase has been able to answer the bell every game. Epps and Hill have been in and out of, of, of every game all season long with, with injuries. And and so it, it's been a, a collection of things around Keaton that weren't good enough to make his arm look as good as it has been throughout his career. And so I think Jake Retzloff, because of the run threat, gives BYU a better shot than a sub 100% Keaton Slovis. If Keaton is good to go all the way, yeah, I think you'd look at that because of his leadership and his experience and all the good things he brings. But if not, Jake's probably the call. Watching the BYU defense, the thing that jumps out is, boy, this is aggressive. BYU very aggressive defensively, aren't they? Yeah, and, and probably not getting home uh, the way you'd expect with a, with a team that aggressive. In fact, BYU's last in the nation in sacks. And, and yet, if you if you chart their simple hit and hurry numbers, they're 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 really good, actually, pretty good. And and so they're just not getting home. They're a half step to a step away from 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 getting home and, and getting that sack, which is has not happened to the extent that coordinator Jay Hill thought it would for sure. Jay Hill's been an addition to the team. Uh, the defense has been improved. In fact, it's the reason that BYU has hope in a lot of games is because of the way the D plays. But even then, uh, the war of attrition has worn down on this team. Uh, losing middle linebacker Ben Bywater is a few, uh, that's probably the one guy you could, I, I, I'd liken it to Stutzman. Uh, if you lost Andy Stutzman, and it, that, 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 that's what BYU is missing without Ben Bywater right now. And so missing the middle linebacker, uh, down two injured D tackles right now. Haven't had safety Micah Harper all season, and he's the, he was the best returning DB in this group from last year. It, it's been a grind, and and so you're starting guys at safety that are not you know not necessarily the caliber of athlete you'd expect to be starting in the Big 12. These are these are you know walk on to got a scholarship midway through the career kind of ta- uh, talent talent players, and that's no rip. That's just a fact that they were expected to be depth guys, not starters. And BYU's had to rely on those guys this year. There are a bunch of guys that are playing more reps and more minutes than you thought they would in, in, in Big 12 play, and that's just a fact. Um, and it's a proof that BYU have to get better and deeper and stronger as it goes. But Kalani Sitake, the head coach, and Aaron Roderick, the offensive coordinator, and Jay Hill, the defensive coordinator, they've been through this before. They they did the Utah transition. They were on the Utah staff when they went G5 to P5, and they know what it takes, and it didn't happen immediately. Yes, Utah's a power now, but they weren't when they got to the Pac-12. It took some time, and it will take some time for BYU. But long answer to your question, the defense has been hit hard uh, due to injury, and, and they're you know treading water to an extent uh, right now. I want to zoom out and take a little bigger picture look. Uh, BYU, since they uh, found out they were joining the Big 12 and even into this first year in the Big 12, what has it meant to the athletic department and to the school and to the fan base? And then the news of Utah's addition, was that good news or bad news for BYU? Well, I think it's good news to the extent that these are traditional rivals that were together for decades and then were forced apart when Utah went to the Pac-12. And so in a lot of ways, it's back to the way things used to be and were for a long, long time. And so, you know, that that's a good thing. And, and, and geographical uh, rivalries are what are missing a lot of days in college sports uh, right now. And, and so, you know, Arizona and Arizona State, for that matter, were also conference colleagues with BYU 
uh, in the WAC back in the 60s and 70s. So these are teams that used to be together and are now once together again. And so it makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. And I, I think Brett Yormark did the sensible thing in getting those schools into the Big 12. And, and I think, uh, you know, in, in, in an era where the, the breadth of these conferences make, make travel and, and, and those kinds of things more tenuous for the student athletes, having closer schools and mitigating some of those longer trips could be a good thing as well. So there are a lot of reasons to believe it was the right move, and I think a lot of fans will embrace the, the renewal of the rivalry. In fact, the Big 12 told me, I think, what they kept four protected rivalries, right? And right. one of them was with their new schools, uh, BYU and Utah. So in a lot of ways, it's it's back to the way it should be, I think, from a lot of people's perspective. And then, uh, you know, beyond that, it, the, the Big 12 it was such a long time in coming and so welcome. And, and yes, while BYU is in a struggle right now on the football field, so many other good things are happening. I'll be calling... I'll be calling uh, on on ESPN Plus this afternoon a pair of NCAA tournament women's soccer games at Southfield here in Provo, and BYU's a one seed in mm. in this region. So women's soccer could 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 be in the final four. Women's volleyball is is right there with Texas in in, in the Big Twelve. The women's cross country already won a title in the Big Twelve. Men's basketball is off to an undefeated start. Women's basketball is off to an undefeated start. There are a lot of happening around campus. Uh, since Big 12 membership has come into fruition, and uh, everyone looks at the future as being extremely bright, and Cougar Nation as a whole could not be more thrilled than to be part of the Big 12 right now. now. I can't wait to get back out there. We'll be there for basketball and for baseball this year. Get to spend a little time there when we're there for baseball. That'll be fun. Final question, Greg. We'll get you out of here. Sooner fans making their first trip to Provo on Saturday. Uh, tell us what we got to see. What's a game day like at uh, Lavelle Edwards Stadium? Well, Sooner fans are used to getting up early, right? This sure. will be their sixth, this will be their sixth 11 a.m. central time kick. And they'll have another one against TCU, right? The next week. That's right. Yeah. Well, BYU never does this. Uh, BYU's last 10 a.m. mountain time Bobby clock game was four years ago and it was an Eastern time zone game noon Eastern at UMass back in 2019, which was 10 a.m. mountain time for their body, but an actual local time 10 a.m. kick. Never happens. And so while OU is used to the early morning routine, BYU is not. So BYU fans will be experiencing something new in their game day and getting to the stadium so early. So I'm not sure how much you can do before the game, but I will say, although peak colors have passed, just take in the drive or the walk to the stadium is, 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 is really one of the most enjoyable things about game day. Just the scenery around the stadium. The mountains are right there. They're right behind the stadium. And again, the peak colors have passed, but it's still a beautiful sight. And, um, you know, early in the morning, if, if fans wanted to go for a quick drive or a run, it's literally 10, uh, 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes from the stadium, just up, up the road into Provo Canyon. And Provo Canyon is a gorgeous site. There's Bridal Vale Falls, which is five minutes into the canyon. Mm. It's a beautiful morning walk or drive. And so I would say, before you get to the stadium, you can just jog up Provo Canyon, take a run up, take a drive up. It's only literally minutes from the stadium. It's another breathtaking view. And then enjoy the game day. It'll be, uh, I think the weather's going to hold um, for the weekend. It should be a, a typical mid-November day, but nothing in terms of snow or wind. It should be a nice day. And I think a day at Lavelle Edwards Stadium is a perfect day. Cougar tail live up to the hype? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not the biggest maple fan, and, yeah. and, and, the, and the original Cougar Tail is maple frosting. I'm okay with it, but I love when they go chocolate like they did uh, for the last home game. Uh, chocolate Cougar Tail, I'm all over that. Uh, but the maple Cougar Tail, yeah, I'll have one, but uh, I, it, chocolate's kind of more my wheelhouse. But it's a famous thing. Um, everyone seems to really get into it, and the opposing fans 
in their section will usually be, be handed uh, containers of ice cream for the fourth quarter, um, right second about. half or fourth quarter. So that, that's kind of a tradition, a tradition as well. I didn't know chocolate was an option. I, I was mildly interested in the in the maple. You've really piqued my interest now, so I may have yeah, to Yeah, and then they, they, they kind of make it a limited edition type thing, and so when it comes around, it's pretty special. Awesome. Greg, thanks so much for your time. We look forward to seeing you on Saturday, bud. So it'll be always my pleasure. We look forward to seeing you. Greg Rubel, play-by-play voice for BYU. Quick break. Back after this on the T-Row in the Morning Show. Sooner Football Talk lives here. This is The Ref. Toby and TJ back with you. Welcome back to T-Row in the Morning Show. McIntyre Law brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Noble will be coming up here soon to tell you about his annual day of giving. Uh, giving excuse me. Uh, he is your personal injury attorney. If you need help in that area, he can do it for you. McIntyreLaw.com, 1-877-917-5250. Uh, Burley, Burley, hold on. Burley, if you're listening, I hope you're listening. Is this it? Let me know if that's it. Um, Josh and I were going crazy yesterday. Stevie Ray Vaughn, uh, Couldn't Stand the Weather is the song you're looking for, Burley, if that's it. so um, I can't play this over the computer, but... Uh, he was messaging me yesterday. He slid into my DMs. He asked me about bumper music, and I said, I don't know. And I joke and said, if you can sing it, and this is what I got. Let me see if this will play here. Oh, yeah, that's the right thing. <laughs> he sang for you. It drove, it drove Josh crazy yesterday trying to figure that out. So He wanted to know what the song was? Yeah, he wanted to know what the song was. And I was How like, many of those do we get a day? I get it all the time. I get it, like, on the street sometimes, like at the grocery store. Hey, dude, yesterday you played this song at uh, about 7.30. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. Let me, let me look at my song chart. And it sounds like, uh, before we hit the top of the hour, uh, one Ted Lehman or Connor Pasby needs to be the one we talked to about the situation yesterday to... Find they out played the scene center on find Thursday? Out why it happened. Yeah, because Tyler wasn't even involved in the beginning of the show. He was on a plane. So I'm being told on the text line it was at the beginning of the rush yesterday, which I can't figure out if they thought it was Friday and got confused on the day or what was going on what with that. Heck? So, yeah. Seven o'clock, top of the hour break. We'll be back.